Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are the Bucks now the favorite to win the NFC South with the injury to Drew Brees and Cam Newton not playing well? And should UCF be ranked in the top 10 in the nation among football programs after the big win against Stanford? Will the Rays make the wild card playoff in the American League? We asked Chris Torello of Bay News 9 Spectrum Sports 360 on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. All right, so the Bucks play the New York Giants on Sunday, and of course the big debate is who is going to be the quarterback. Will it be Eli Manning? Will it be Daniel Jones, a guy that knows Mike? What What do you think? Is Daniel Jones going to get his first start for the Giants? Uh, you know, listen, I talk to a lot of people in the organization. I mean, I, I know better than that. I mean, I talk to Dave Gettleman at least seven times a day. Uh, I gotta tell you, I, I gotta tell you, I, listen, this idea that. That Daniel Jones is going to start over Eli? No way. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not a big deal. Okay, everyone. I listen. I talk to Eli. Okay, he's a good friend. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. You know what? He's probably going to be the quarterback for the Bucks next year. Okay, he doesn't care. All right, he's fine. Okay. Did you see Daniel Jones against Dallas? He made the same scared face as Eli when he got sacked. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe Eli could go play for the Jets. They need a quarterback. Right oh, now. <laughs> okay. and the Jets are in trouble, man. Yeah, yeah what's uh, what's the deal with Sam Darnold getting uh, getting getting mono? I thought that was like a kissing disease or something. <laughs> Talk about. It. I mean, he must have. I mean, Jets High School, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like uh, when you're a, you know, when you're back to my favorite musical West Side. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. I mean, and that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, come on. I mean, it's gonna be made more funny. And then you got El- Odell, Odell, just running all over the field. And then he goes afterwards, Rick. Afterwards, he says, "I didn't feel good." Can you imagine? Oh my God! Oh, the Jets. Oh, Adam Gase. Oh. I'm, I'm telling you, though, uh, as, as you know, uh, Mike, the, uh, uh, the the New York's team is actually is actually Buffalo, according to Josh Allen. <sighs> yeah, okay, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, if this was December, the bus would have never gotten out of the parking lot. Okay, I mean, it's you know, eight inches of snow somewhere else is a story. It's called a Tuesday in Buffalo. Okay, okay. So calm down, Josh. Okay, calm down, calm down. You in Wyoming? Calm down, calm down. <laughs> Don't fall asleep on me, Mike. He's the lovely and talented Chris Torello, of course, from uh, Spectrum Sports Bay News 9, uh, 360 or whatever number they're using these days. Um, <laughs> uh, Chris, I, I did want to talk to you about, of course, uh, where the Bucks sit right now, one-on-one atop the NFC South. Of course, there's a couple teams that are tied with New Orleans uh, yeah. and, of course, Atlanta. But, um, you know, Drew Brees now, a lot of quarterbacks uh, kind of dropping like fl- flies. He's going to be out six weeks with a, a uh, after wrist surgery or after thumb surgery. Um, and you've got uh, Cam Newton. They're questioning whether he can play anymore, if he's any good anymore. He's lost his last eight starts. Uh, Atlanta still looks a little wobbly to me with their cutter taking over there. So is this a, is this a big opportunity now for the Bucks to uh, to try to make a move here in the South? 
No, don't forget Cam Newton, though. He hasn't lost his sense of fashion, thank God. Uh, but, <laughs> no, um, no, he, no but, he actually said, yeah. just on that point, he actually said, I got to look myself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> to which somebody yeah. said, have you done that lately? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you know what? I think the Bucks are the favorites. I honestly believe that. Wow. I don't, wow. Well, I mean, are you gonna are you gonna tell me Teddy Bridgewater is going to lead them past teams like the Cowboys and they've got a tough schedule in New Orleans until they get to the bye week? And I think the way it's lined up, I think Breeze would be set up to maybe be cleared by the bye week. So they wouldn't take a risk putting him out there before the bye. So I think they'd want him one more week, get him healthy. So I don't think I mean, yeah, New Orleans is is a very talented team. I think Teddy Bridgewater and I think Sean Payton will come together and I think that they'll they'll win a game or two. But I mean, I just think if you're the Bucks, no, listen, Dirk Cutter, you know, I, I saw you tweet out about, you know, you throw those crossing routes to Julio Jones. That's gonna keep you in the league a long time. And that's great for Dirk, but Dirk Cutter's not the head coach in Atlanta. So I think Atlanta's True. always gonna have limitations. Um and Carolina, I'm sorry, Ron Rivera looks more confused every time they show him on camera. <laughs> and I mean, that's not I mean, he's like a nice man, but I mean it, I think I hate here's the thing. Sean Payton's the best coach in this division by a long shot. True. Not that's true. Bruce, that is true. But I think yeah. Bruce Arians has the best weapon right now, and that's motivation. That's momentum. Mm. And you you beat a team. Uh, listen, Thursday night, as the as the football gods handed down on the mountain, Thursday night football <laughs> shall nayeth be good. It'll never be good. It's just never going to happen. So it's bad football on Thursday. But to get a win like that, especially with a rain delay, with everything, now you're playing the lowly New York Giants. This New York Giants team, if you're a New York Giants fan, as I have been time from time, uh, I want them to go 0-16. I want the number one pick. I want to hold it ransom over everyone who has picks. I'm sick of it. I'm, they, they don't have a plan. So if the Bucks don't win by double digits, there's something wrong in Tampa Bay. They should win this game easily on Sunday, Rick. So, yes, they should start to build momentum here and should start to feel really good about themselves because I do think – with everything that's going on in the NFC South, and we've seen it how many times, Rick, where the, the team from the bottom a year ago makes it all the way to the top by December of the following year. So Tampa Bay right now should set its sights as high as it wants in terms of winning this division. Yeah, that, that was really true, especially early on, but it's been a while since the Bucks, who have now finished at the bottom eight out of the last ten years. Uh, you're talking about Teddy, eh, eh, bridge over troubled water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with you that it's a great opportunity. Look, this was inevitable anyway, right? At some point, um, you know, father time gets gets everybody. Drew Brees is forty. You know, he didn't anticipate an injury like this, but the, but he's managed to to uh, stay healthy pretty much all of his career since, since his shoulder. Um, and then you know, and, and Cam Newton. I mean, I don't. When I watch Cam Newton, he doesn't look like the same player to me. He doesn't uh, throw the ball as accurately. He certainly doesn't want to run at all. So no. there's something going on there. No, I mean, well, I mean, it, why would you run that play with Christian McCaffrey? No offense. I mean, did I expect Christian McCaffrey to pick up the first down there? Yeah, but, I mean, why aren't you just plowing ahead with, with Cam Newton right there by the goal line? I mean, come oh, no on. no question. Three, four yeah. years ago, he's the MVP of the league. It's no question. He's He's got swag. He's taking that ball in. He looks like a shell yep. of himself. I mean, how many times was he throwing that ball towards the sideline? He may have well have asked the cheerleaders to catch that ball. I mean, there was mm. no way one of his receivers was catching it. I mean, it was just it was not really well done. 
So, and I feel bad because I love Cam Newton, and I think he's been a good quarterback since he came out of Auburn. But I, I just think, you know, that time is, is kind of getting to these two guys. And I think now is this an opportunity for Jameis Winston to finally show who he is? Or could Atlanta always is that scrappy team that, you know, you're like, ah, oh, they're not going to be in it. And then all of a sudden Matt Ryan throws for how many yards and Julio Jones makes a great catch here and there. So, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think this is a golden opportunity for maybe the Falcons with Matt Ryan, who always obviously is established. But I think also for the Bucks, this is Jameis Winston's chance. He's a young guy. Let's see what they can do here. Yeah, 25 years old, got plenty of experience in the league now. Um, the thing that has been, uh, of course, the, what has driven the Bucks to this point, even at one and one, uh, is their defense. And we all knew that Todd Bowles is really, really good at what he does. Um, but he comes in here, he changes to a three-four. They bring in, you know, Indomitian Sue to play next to Vita Vea, and all those defensive backs now are, are you know, playing more press man coverage. And we've seen Vernon Hargraves now make a couple of big plays in the last two games. Did you have any any sense that I mean that that it would take shape this quickly? They've allowed one touchdown on offense in two games. Well, I mean, it couldn't have been much worse than last year or the year before. True, so, true. You, you know, had I to mean, get better, like, right? You, you, you go up, you go up, up, up. You know? but, <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think, you know, I, I think give Todd Bowles a lot of credit because he he has energized. These are the, like some of these guys have been here. So it's not like yep. you're – I'm always interested when, a, when it's a college coach or a new coach of any level, and it's like, wow, he's really energized the building. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, the last guy was being told he was going to be fired for a month. So, you know, it's like, yeah, there's energy. But Todd Bowles, I think, has been freed from the stress of coach of having to be this head coach who has to answer questions every single day. Not only that, but from a guy like Manish Mehta up in, uh, you know, the Meadowlands. I mean, that's tough enough right there. So, I mean, you Manish, know, yeah. me, exactly. And he's a really good reporter. And a lot of the New York reporters are really tough on coaches up there. So he has the stress gone. And now he's like, let's send a blitz. You want a blitz? Let's blitz. You want to like, let's go. You want to be DBU? Let's go. Like let's, let's make mm-hmm. plays. Let's send everybody. Let's get physical. So, I, am I surprised? Maybe a little bit because it's only been two games. But at the same time, I think these guys were hungry to prove that they are a good defense and that all of them can make plays. And so, yeah, I mean, in that sense, I think there's a lot of pride on the defense. And I think that's maybe a word we haven't been able to use with the Bucks defense in quite some time. Yeah, they did. They look different, and they are playing fast, and and that's what you want to do, of course. Uh, you know, I guess the way, I would not have expected necessarily for for the defense to be uh, leading them at this point. Seems like there's still a lot more they can do on offense because they haven't been lights out there. Jameis didn't turn the ball over. Seems like when he wills himself to do that, they play better and they have a chance to win. Um, but we still haven't seen anything from OJ Howard. Cam Brait played about 18 percent of the snaps the other yeah. night. Uh, not seeing Bashard Perriman do much. So. Um, you feel like the, we're, we have, we haven't seen the whole Bruce Arians offense just yet. No, but what I have seen, I I've liked in terms of the, the running game. Um, I've liked the way that these guys are, are starting to play, uh, granted, I mean, you know, we, you know, I mean, week one now seems like a distant memory, but you know, I mean, that, that third interception was just, but, um, you know, I think, uh, Mm. But but I will say this. I think Rojo's running really hard. I like the way um, Barber is playing. So, I mean, and Bruce Arians, I don't think he made it any secret. I think he still understands you need to be balanced in this league. You still need to be aggressive with your running game. And I think they're going to try and do that. They're going to try and overcome some offensive deficiencies. They still have an offensive line that 
um, you know, that gets flagged for false starts. And then there's another one and then there's this and, you know, so they, they still got to work it out. So I think I'd rather have my defense doing what the defense is doing and have to say, Hey, we're one and one and our offense is not even close to what we could be. So I think you're going to see OJ Howard get involved. It's nice to see Chris Godwin getting involved. Mike Evans is always there for a big catch, but you're right. There are more weapons that you can put out there. And you're also paying these guys like Cameron Brate's not making chump change. So, you know, you're paying these guys, especially for the red zone, you know, throw the ball to them, get them involved. So, yeah, I think this offense still has a little ways to go, but that's a good thing if you're a Bucks fan. Big opportunity. They play the Giants. Uh, I was talking to Mike Francesa earlier about this, but they play the Giants oh, okay. and, and that is not a good team. Um, as you know, but uh, after that, uh, Chris, they, I mean, they're on the road now until November 10th. I mean, mm. you'll be you'll be picking out your your Thanksgiving ham and turkey and all that, I'm sure, uh, yeah. by that time and, and figuring out, you know, what who's coming over to Torello House. So, <laughs> I mean, can they can they withstand this uh, this gauntlet of, of road trips that are coming up here? Well, you got to go to the Rams. So that's not yep. a, that's not going to be easy. I mean, uh, listen, I hit to say I think that's a loss. So I mean, yeah, but <laughs> Here we go. all the more, yeah, but, all the more, but the Saints. Yeah. But then after that, after that, it's the Saints. So now suddenly that yeah. looks better, right? You've got the Saints, and then you go to London to play uh, yeah. to play the Panthers. Carolina. So let's yeah. let's say I, I I think you're I would be I think if you're a Bucks fan, you should yep. be three and one over these next four games starting Sunday. You really all should. Right. You should set your sights. And that means you're yeah. foreign. You're foreign two coming out of the bye, uh, heading Pretty to good. Tennessee. So yeah. I think every Bucks fan would take that. So absolutely, that would that probably yeah. put you at or, or near the top of the NFC South for sure. The way things are absolutely. going uh, absolutely. right now. Let's talk a little college football. Of course, on uh, Saturday, boy, that game at Kentucky looked like the Gators were going down. Instead, it was their quarterback with just a horrific injury. Uh, felt really bad for Felipe Franks. Um, who breaks and dislocates his ankle. That's a that's a serious deal there. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Trask, who knew, uh, been on the bench for a number of years, comes in and does a remarkable job. He brings it back against the Wild. Now they get Tennessee, which is just a horrific team in the SEC. Yeah. Um, can Trask or maybe, maybe Emory Jones, we might see him, uh, can they keep this thing on track without Felipe Franks? Yeah, they can. They can. And Kyle Trask is a capable guy. Um, you know, I, I think some Florida fans are a little, they're like, oh, is it going to be Trask? Is it going to be Jones? Like, I think there's, it's always funny whenever you can get a, a little quarterback battle of any kind. I just saw it here at USF. Um, you know, it's always like, no, he's the better quarterback. He's. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The better it's like yeah they got like seven completions between the two of them like calm down like you know you don't have to get into a camp and declare <laughs> your loyalty it's not this isn't john snow and and you know and, and all the the game of thrones people like calm down but no you know i think they're gonna be okay i mean listen it's florida they recruit so i think this is a chance to see what 
you have and how you've developed these guys who've had to sit there in the quarterback room and just study. These are guys who've done all of what they can do in the practice games, in the spring games. So, you know, in scout. Yeah. So yeah, let's see what they have now. And these guys can both move. They can both do different things. I I think you're right. Having a team like Tennessee, they're, 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 God, they're awful. Um, you know, uh, I think if, if you, you have to go, you have to win that game very easily. But Florida's always had a good defense, and they've always prided themselves on defense, especially during the Jim McElwain years. I mean, God, I mean, Jim McElwain got to, what, two consecutive SEC championships because for, for because of his defense. So uh, I think mm-hmm. if they can just be good, they don't have to be great on offense. If you can just be manageable and your defense comes through, yeah, you can you can survive, and certainly, I mean, it's not like they're in the more challenging side of the SEC. No offense, but you yeah. know, hey, it's a good thing Gainesville's where Gainesville is. Let's just say that, you know. So, <laughs> hey, I'm available for college game day. So, well, you're already you're already back on NFL prime time. So that's ESPN good. Plus, ESPN Plus. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. So. I don't even know where that is. I don't even know where that is. Where? How do I get ESPN? Is that online? What is that? They call it. They call it. They call it the app. I think it's short for appetizer. It's so it's like the first thing you do. It's the first thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, not, not, but yeah, not no. the app. <laughs> we got, we got, uh, you, you, you mentioned Jordan McLeod. I mean, uh, USF and the new quarterback, of course, Jordan McLeod, who took over from Blake Barnett. Uh, he plays well against a, a lightweight South Carolina State team. Um, I, 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 is this, was this the right move? Are they going to go forward with McLeod? I mean, he's still a young guy. We're going to see Barnett again. Uh, as the schedule Ugh. gets tougher now, what, what's going to happen at USF with the quarterback? Well, I mean, if you listen to Charlie Strong after that game, it certainly sounds like this is Jordan McLeod's. Uh, this is his chariot, and these are his horses, and let's see what he can do with them. So, uh, but what what I found all the more interesting, and listen, but I think it was around Wednesday or Thursday. You know, we I think it was pretty pretty well defined by most of us uh, in the media that okay, this is pointing towards McLeod. And then Friday yeah. comes, and it's like, hey, there, there's some rumblings here that Barnett maybe looked better this week. You know, there was some reports of, that we had learned kind of privately that maybe there have been some struggles from McLeod, and there certainly should be. It's his first quarterback battle in college. Uh, but by Saturday, you're like, wait, so, you know, it's like, wait a second, who, who heard, who's the starter, all this? And then you're, on, you're watching the big board, literally, as they're introducing all the starters, and Blake Barnett is announced as the starter over the Raymond James speakers. And then what? it's our – yes – Yes, yes. And then it uh, was, I think it was our friend Jay Retcher, who I see a tweet from him because he's part of the Bulls broadcast. And Joey Johnson, who's on the sidelines for the Bulls radio broadcast, says he has been told it's Jordan McLeod. So that was a very interesting telenovela for about an hour and a half, Rick. And I'm sitting there the thinking... The rope-a-dope. They went rope-a-dope there with South Carolina State. Didn't want them to know. Kind of kind of <laughs> hid, the, hid the intention. It was your colleague, Joey Knight, who said this is South Carolina State, not <laughs> South Carolina. And I just started laughing at that one because I, I tweeted out. I'm like, I'm like, did they deliver this in like in like one of those silver chests with the nuclear codes where the guys got the handcuffs attached to them? Like, it, come on, you know, but I get it. They don't want to. You know, they don't want anyone finding out early. But, I, you know, we've seen this act before, unfortunately, where last year it was Chris Oladokun and Brett Keane, both no longer with the program. And Chris Oladokun was a Bay Area kid, and you would have loved to have seen maybe what he could have done. But, you know, this is what happens. This is the business of college football. And, you know, one week Charlie Strong says, Blake Barnett's my guy, and now it's Jordan McLeod. The basis for why they made the switch, and it's to me it's no fault of Blake Barnett, 
Jordan McLeod can actually get out of a broken down pocket because that offensive line is awful. And, and I think the problem is, is that you need a guy who can step up, make a good throw. Now, granted, he made some good throws, made some good reads, but let's see what happens against SMU. SMU's not playing bad. They have a big opportunity against TCU this weekend. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what SMU looks like next week. But this is Jordan McLeod's team because he can move. He can facilitate. And I think now he's going to have a chance to really sink his teeth into what Kerwin Bell wants to do on a daily basis as the number one starter. Uh, but, again, I should make this point. This was not the fault of Blake Barnett whatsoever. Yeah, it seems like he's taking a fall for a very bad offensive line, and so McLeod, with a little more mobility, uh, is in there. Willie Taggart's team, they lost uh, at Virginia. They they blew another lead, not as big this time. They've hired Jim Levitt as a consultant, a defensive consultant. How long before he just takes the damn thing over? I'm surprised it wasn't announced Saturday on the plane. I mean, that's I mean, that, why else are you bringing a guy, you know, I mean – Jim Levitt, man, God love him. You know, I think he's he's a listen. I think Willie Taggart wanted him there from the get go. He was out there with him at Oregon, and then he stayed with Mario. And um, then for whatever reason, they had differences, and you know, he got a nice buyout. And so, I mean, if I'm listen, Jim Levitt's in here because I think he knows uh, maybe for a couple of reasons. One, he knows it's a golden chance to take over at you know a Florida State defense and kind of be the the hero that can maybe save Willie Taggart's job. But at the same time. Jim Levitt is a very infectious personality and he's somebody that has wanted other head coaching jobs. Um, so he, he gets, he has a chance to be front and center in front of a lot of bigger time programs and, you know, kind of, kind of put his stamp on what FSU's defense is all about while, while helping out Willie Taggart. So, you know, I think it's a win-win for both when he does take over, but again, I, I would, it would be hard to imagine. It's not, long you know not long from now he'll be named the uh, the defensive coordinator so yeah i don't think i wouldn't want to be the defensive coordinator with him looking over my shoulder i pretty much might as well start packing my bags for sure yeah. hey the central florida knights uh i tell you they get no respect but they beat stanford yeah. and uh, that's maybe not the best team in the pac-12 but hey it's stanford and so now you know is ucf <laughs> gonna f- start getting some attention i mean what do we what about the polls Rick, 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 if you, Rick, come on, people follow me for USF. That's what they told me yesterday. You know, I mean, I was <laughs> no. trying to, I was trying to tweet out about Stanford, UCF getting respect. And I had, I had uh, one fan say to me, well, they played nobody. And I go, Stanford's a nobody. No, 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 no. Hold on. I want to ask you this. Cause you're a respected journalist. Let me ask you a question. If someone says to you, well, UCF has played nobody. My journalistic logic is, well, let me go look at the schedule. Apparently, by doing that and saying Stanford's a nobody, that apparently makes, that's, in his words, this is journalism BS. And I'm taking his thing out of context. That's what I was told. So, but it's not, Rick. Did you not know who Stanford is? Do you not know who John Lynch is? Do you not know who John Elway is? John Elway, yeah. I mean, Bill Walsh coached there. I mean, yeah, they got a pretty good coach now that I think the NFL would take in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah. Hey, how about Christian McCaffrey? Didn't he play there at Stanford? Yeah. What about Pitt? They're playing Pitt. Dan Marino came out of Pitt. Darrell Revis. Mike Ditka went to Pitt. I mean, what are we we talking about here? uh, What's wrong? with our society when it's like, well, you played a bunch of nobodies. Well, no, they, they, they're playing these teams here. And you know who Lane Kiffin is, right? I mean, it's like, well, no, uh, yeah. you're taking it out of context. It's like, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. But let me tell you something. UCF's a top 10 program. UCF is darn good. And I think yeah. that they're I, – I ranked them seventh in my doesn't matter preseason yeah. poll because I don't really work for anybody in that sense. But 
I'll tell you what, man, they're, they're Dylan Gabriel's the real deal. And this offense can beat anybody. It's the truth. They're the best team in Florida. I'll tell you what, man. I like when you say, I'll tell you what, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the Rays begin a series in LA against the Dodgers. Of course, that series is underway. Blake Snell is back. Uh, boy, this feels like this is going to come down to maybe the last day in Toronto. Um, I think the Oakland A's, for whatever reason, are going to be there. I don't know about the Indians. How do you, how do you see this shaping up? Are we are we into a game one sixty three type scenario? What's going to happen with this wild card race? I I think that I I really don't like the way this is. You know, they've got the Dodgers, and then um, you know, then they've got to play the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. I mean, that's going to yeah, be tough just because because yeah. the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees. I think are going to be right there probably by within the next few days of having their division wrapped up, at least a playoff spot. But if I'm the Yankees, I would be like, listen, we're not just letting you in. We know you're dangerous. We know what you can do. Mm-hmm. Boston, mm-hmm. Boston's going to try and do what the Rays did all the way back when, when they tried to play spoiler. Um, so yeah. um, it's not an easy week. But I, I think if you're the Rays, you just, you know, they've, they've kind of weathered every storm that's been thrown at them this year. And, and I'll say it, if they make the playoffs, I don't see anyone who deserves manager of the year more than, than Kevin Cash. You know, Yankee fans can complain all they want about Aaron Boone and what he's had to deal with. He's got a five-year-old and Brett Gardner up there banging his bat every five seconds against them, you know, because it doesn't go his way, CC Sabathia. Uh, but, no, I think, I, if, I think they're going to get in. I, I would have loved to have seen that game at the trop, I just think Oakland this time of year, Oakland always seems to figure it out. Um, but they're right there. It's going to be them in Oakland. It's just a matter of, is this game all the way out on the West coast or is this game going to be played at the trop? But I think it's those two teams. Boy, if they win 94, 95, who knows, maybe even 96 games and somehow don't make the postseason. Could you imagine if that were the Red Sox or the Yankees, wouldn't there be just an uproar about, Hey, we got to change the way we figure out these, these, these postseason things. Yeah, there'd be an uproar. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, it's it's kind of like the college football playoff. It's like, oh, come on, four teams. We got to have more. We got to have more. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I just, I kind of like the fact that you're like, no, 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 you're going to get one. It's here's the thing. You're a wild card. You get one extra game. It's like, it. I love, yeah. I, I love it. I think it adds suspense. I think it's mm-hmm. fun when you have fan bases, you know, arguing, does that mean you are in the playoffs? Or do you have to win that wild card to be considered a playoff team? Like, there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of excitement. I, I think, you know, in itself, you get that 163 without, you know, with, with all that drama. And But I don't know. I think you're right. I think if this was – it can even be extended a little bit more now. I think Houston's kind of been elevated, you know. I think some other teams. Uh, but I think for, for Tampa Bay, if they're the ones not getting in, if Oakland – I mean, what's their combined payroll? Like, uh, what is it, like $100 million? I mean – I don't think anyone's going to sniff at those two teams playing in the wild card. Everyone's going to say, ah, they should be playing in the wild card. Two little teams like that, you know. So that's how it, that's unfortunately the business of baseball. But yeah, I think if New York and Boston were missing, there would be an uproar. But for now, it's a fun system, and and I like it. I kind of enjoy it because it gives these teams one more chance to say, okay, we're going to beat you, and now we've got a little momentum. We've already had to play a big game. Now we can go play a team like the Yankees or the Astros, and we can say, "Hey, we, we just went through death. You know, we we stared we stared death in the face yesterday. We're on a plane today. Now we're going to take you guys on, no problem." And that's what scares a lot of teams is that these guys get a little momentum before they play them. Chris, what do you got coming up on Spectrum uh, Bay News Nine Three Hundred and Sixty for us this week? 
Um, you know, just a lot of uh, we're doing a lot of bucks. This is a big week for the bucks. We got the lightning kind of finally back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah, we didn't um, even mention. Hey, they're they're playing as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They let us know about twenty four hours before. It's great. Uh, but um, I think uh, no, but I think what's um. You know, we've got a lot of good high school stuff. Like, I'm going to be uh, – I'm actually going to be profiling Jordan McLeod this week because it's a bye week for them. And, oh, nice, I mean, he, nice. he had one of statistically one of the best – one of the best, you know, starts that you could have for a USF quarterback in terms of the making yeah. their debut. So, uh, we're going to we're gonna talk to uh, – we're going to go talk to Robert Wiener at Plant. We're going to talk to his dad. Um, you nice. know, we got a couple other things we're working on as well. So it, it's great football season. It's never boring. Um, we're moving right through September and, uh, you know, I mean, it'd be nice if we could get a cold front in here, but, uh, other than that, I'll just stay inside. <laughs> so it's, it's the best time of the year. We got hockey starting up. We got the baseball playoffs around the corner. Football's in full swing college and pro it's, it's fantastic. And, uh, so is Krista. I'll tell you what, man, how about this Antonio Brown, man, going to the Patriots. <laughs> First, I uh, had the tuck rule. Let me just tell you, it rhymes with tuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You're not wrong. Oh, my Ugh. Lord. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Good talk to you all day, Chris. Thanks for your uh, time, and we will talk to you uh, down the road. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. Always good to catch up with Chris. And, of course, uh, speaking of those Rays, as we just did a minute ago, they wrap up their series tonight against the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Lightning are on the road in Carolina for a preseason game Number two, the Bucks, of course, will continue preparations for their game Sunday against the New York Giants. We'll talk to Jameis Winston and, uh, of course, uh, offense coordinator Byron Lepwich today. And tomorrow we'll break down all the college football with Matt Baker of the Tampa Bay Times. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.